what you think? I'm gonna clear a train with my own brand of snakes. Started out as a prank, but then got way out of hand. See, now the whole town's shouting, hey, what's with Andy? I'm the best, I'm the greatest, joke go ever by the hand. What's with Andy? What, what, what's with Andy? I'm a trick playing gangster, and I'm ever by the hand. What's with Andy? What, what, what's with Andy? Oops. Did something interrupt this podcast? Well, this is the perfect time for a bathroom break or coffee time. And now, back to the show. How's it going, guys? Welcome to another episode of Somali Nomad. I'm your host, Sammy, and I have an awesome, awesome guest with me today. Thank you. Thank you. Yo, my man. <laughs> How's it going? I'm good, man. How are you doing? <laughs> not bad, not bad. I'm awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yo, man. Uh, introduce yourself to the audience, my man. So, guys, uh, my name is Faisal, uh, Faisal Asher, and uh, I've been living in Ottawa since 1995, so I've been here for a very long time. Uh, that name isn't uh, just, you know, random. It's Lebanese. I am Lebanese. I'm a proud Lebanese, but I'm also proud to be Canadian. As well. Uh, I am a banker. If anybody needs any advice and, and finances, by all means, hit me up. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And the reason why I wanted to bring Faisal on is because uh, he's a very good long-time friend of mine. I've known this guy since junior high. Uh, mm. And uh, he has a very unique uh, story that uh, I feel like uh, is very interesting compared to the, everybody else's stories that, that have been on the podcast so far. And uh, yeah, Faisal, like, uh, I kind of know your current status at the moment. Would you want to tell, reveal your current status to the, to the podcast so, the audience? I, uh, I got married recently, actually. Uh, that would be on July 19th. And... Uh, it was a destination wedding. So it wasn't here. It was in Tunisia to my lovely wife, who is Tunisian as well. Wow. Wow. Mm. First and foremost, Mabrouk. Uh, once again, you. congrats. That's amazing. I appreciate it. Yeah. So be, uh, we'll take a step back before, you know, the mm. finale that you just mentioned right yeah. now. And like, you kind of peel back like the layers of like uh, how you got there at that point. So, and like the first question I wanted to ask is like, what was your dating history like before uh, you got married? Uh, to be honest, it was very limited. Okay. Uh, the majority of the dating that I went through was all online. Um, I've only had, well, I would say it's like not even a handful, maybe a few, I would say, uh, of relationships, you know, since high school that were not online and none of them went anywhere. So very limited. Yeah. Mm. So as in online, cause it's something we were kind of talking about and you were like, yo, like, uh, cause you were mentioning that a lot of the online interactions was all through DMs, right? Like you, you, IG, I remember you were telling me as well. So right? it was Instagram, yeah. 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 So the, so all, so I've, I've been into two online relationships, one that lasted four years that, that didn't last, of course. Yeah. And the one that technically I'm currently still in, even though I'm married. Yeah. Uh, now we're going on two years over. It was January 2019 when we first started talking. Mm. Yeah. So now, uh, what are we at? 21. We're two and a half years. Yeah. So strictly, still, even though I'm married, it's still kind of online just because I'm, I'm doing the, the processing for the visa, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 
so what was like uh, like and this is a follow-up question like what was like your first relationship like the first online relationship first like? online relationship yeah Oh God! From, from like, do you want to know how kind of we met or what? Everything, yeah. How you guys met and stuff like that, because it's very unique. Uh, so, what I remember. Okay, the, that first of all, okay, you know, why, why did I go online? Okay, this this is you know back back then, you know, there there wasn't much demand for a person like me. Yeah. Okay, I tried, nothing was working out. Yeah. I mean, I did have relationships. Okay, girls were interested. It just didn't go anywhere. So I'm like, you know what? Why don't I just move to the online factor? I tried all those, you know, the, 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 the Hinge and the Bumble and the Tinder. None of those worked out. Okay. What made this one so special is we actually met on Instagram. Okay. Now, I mean, I don't know if you know a lot of people that met on Instagram. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know anybody. Yeah. Okay. And every time I tell the story to people, they're all like, what? How'd you meet? You met on Instagram? How's that possible? You know, it kind of makes people feel happy. Like, oh my God, there's actually a chance. Yeah. You know, and there is. Um, with this one, this relationship started in 2014 and it was very random, okay? You, on Instagram, you know, I usually post pictures of, you know, uh, myself, pictures of my car, pictures that I take. Randomly, I posted a picture that I didn't take of what it looked like kind of sand when lightning hits it. So it's, it's a kind of a cool picture, you know? Yeah. It kind of made this like cool looking sculpture. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Let me, let me post it on Instagram. That might get some likes, you know? <laughs> you, you know, this is 2014, okay? This is, so Instagram, I don't know how, 2012, I think it's 2011 maybe is when Instagram came out. Yeah. So 2014 time, what, what's your purpose to be on Instagram? Let's get the most likes. I'm like, you know, this picture can get you some likes. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I posted it. Great. Cool. You know, I got a random comment on that picture asking if this picture was real. And I replied saying, of course it's real. It's this uh, natural phenomenon. It's what looks like, you know, when, when sand, when, when lightning hits the sand, this is what it makes. Anyways, that comment, that one comment right there, four years later, I was engaged to this girl. Wow. And the story, like the, the story from, from that point to getting engaged to, of course, breaking up in a, in a horrible, horrible way yeah. is, uh, I mean, I don't know how long these usually go for, but probably going to be like, <laughs> like I'm going to have to skip through a lot. Okay. Yeah. Just, uh, but okay. How, how she met me um, or how she found me rather is that she and I drive the same car. We drove the same car. Okay, a Mazda RX-8. I used, to, I used to post pictures of that car. Mm -hmm. And I used to put hashtags, you know, hashtag RX-8. Yeah. And she actually found my profile through the hashtag. Um, now, she didn't comment on any of, the, any of the, my car pictures. She only commented on that picture. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, cool. You know, the, that's fine. I clicked on her, uh, her profile. I'm like, okay, this girl's not bad looking. She's cute. She's cute. And, I, you know, at the time, I'm like, there, there's no girls. Nothing's happening. Yeah. You know, I'm, I mean, you know, self kind of like, I don't like the way I, you know, just, just yeah. like kind of, I'm not getting demand. I'm not getting attention, yeah. attention. There's a good looking girl giving me a little bit of attention. Let's carry on with it. Now I click on her profile. Of course, I, I, the first thing I don't even see the, you know, the beginning bio. I just go, I skip all the way down and I look at her pictures. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this girl's cute. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then I realize I noticed where, where she lives and it's Wellington. And you may be thinking, where's Wellington? 
the farthest possible place you can think of. Mm. New Zealand. <laughs> so right away, when I saw New Zealand, yeah. I just I just completely uh, ignored it. You know, I'm like, okay, that's that's whatever. Yeah. You know, but she continued talking. She continued talking. She continued talking. You know, like we kept going back and forth on on, on the picture, and uh, from there we moved on to Instagram private messages, and then we kept talking, 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 talking. I didn't think it was going to go anywhere because, you know, she's in New Zealand. I'm in Canada. That's the complete polar opposites of the earth. You know, so. But she decided, you know what, why don't we, uh, why don't we move over to WhatsApp? So we moved over to WhatsApp and we started talking, 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 talking. And literally, maybe like a month into talking back and forth, she brought up this idea where, and I quote, she said, hey, wouldn't it be an amazing idea if we we met and I was like well yeah that'd be kind of cool she's like yeah so you know why don't you come to New Zealand <laughs> I swear to you that is the reaction I gave her I just laughed I'm like you know I don't know who you are well, you know you think I'm gonna fly all the way to New Zealand you know for, for a girl like okay you're good looking but New Zealand is no yeah so I declined her I said no so she said okay how about we meet halfway and I asked her, where's halfway? India, she told me. Now, okay, okay, India, cool, great. Sure, lovely place. Yeah. But in August, I don't know, 45, 50 degree temperatures. I told her no. And I swear to you, Sammy, I swear to you, as soon as I said no to her, this is what she said, and I quote, fine, I'm coming to you. Wait a minute! Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. This girl, yeah. this good-looking girl who lives in New Zealand wants to come all the way to Ottawa? For me? Okay! <laughs> I said, okay, sure. Yeah. No problem. So, you know, she took some time off of work. She went to the travel agency. She, whatever, you know, it was exciting times. I was excited. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? This is amazing. This girl's coming from New Zealand to come, to, to go to Ottawa to come see me. She even took out a loan. She didn't have enough money to, to come here. Yeah. Wow. And for me, like if I showed you a picture of what I looked like in 2014, you'd be like, what the heck? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, she came, you know, she came, she spent a week here. It was a great time. We had a good time together. So she actually had to get her own place? Like a rental hotel? No, place? yeah, yeah, she stayed at a hotel. Okay. She stayed at a hotel, okay. you know. So yeah, it was, it was a good time, you know, we spent, uh, she was only for about seven or eight days, you know, because of course when you travel from New Zealand, you're losing six days traveling, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, she came, we had a good time, you know, everything was good. She went back to New Zealand because she had to go back to work and we continued talking. And nine months later, uh, I actually flew to New Zealand. I actually went there. And, you know, it, it was a beautiful country. It's such a nice country, you know. I know it's far away and, you know, costs so much money to go there. But if anybody ever has the chance, yeah. if you like nature and hills and, like, New Zealand is just, I don't know, it's, it's very pretty. I found it pretty. So I go there, you know, we spent two weeks together. 
you know, we drove from like Auckland all the way down to Wellington. So that's from the north, in the North Island. Yeah. Beautiful country. We had a great time together. Um, again, you know, we're still getting to know each other, even though we've been talking now for what, a year now? Let's say a year, or maybe just less than a year. First time we saw each other for seven days, second time for 14 days. It's still like, we're still getting to know the person, right? Three weeks together is, yeah. you know. I go back to Canada, you know, and uh, another eight months goes by. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, you know, it's, it's, this is hard. Another eight, eight months goes by and she, uh, she decides to come back. We actually met in Vegas this time. Had a good time in Vegas. Uh, went to Anaheim and all that, you know. Yeah. Um, spent two weeks there. And then I went back to New Zealand. And like maybe a year later. Yeah. And this is where I uh, met her parents. And she actually moved to Christchurch now. She's in the South Island. I met her parents. This is where her parents are. And, uh, you know, I kind of got their blessings because I, uh, I, I actually decided for myself that I was going to propose to her without her knowing. Um, maybe she didn't know I did, you know, because yeah. like, okay, it's a long distance relationship, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, we talk about the future and all that. Um, you know, I got, I got the blessings from her dad, from her brother. Her brother's a little bit more difficult, but it was fine, you know, at the end of the day, her mom's super nice. And, you know, one of the days I decided to take her up on one of the big hills, you know, up in the gondola, looking over all of Christchurch. And uh, the funny thing, let me tell you actually the funny thing is, okay, is I had the ring with, like, I, I, okay, I got her from Ottawa, I got her an, an RX-8, a model of an RX-8 that says on it, will you marry me? So this was the surprise for her. You know, I put it, I put it in a bag and I put the bag, you know, on the corner and I stood like 10 feet behind and I told her, can you go open the bag? And this is where I was going to be like the whole romantic guy, you know, where she's going to pick up the, 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 the toy and it's going to ask, will you marry me? And that's when she turns around, I'm going to be on my knees with the ring. Yeah. How about I tell you something? My, the ring is in my hand. Okay. I'm ready. I'm nervous. And she turns around before she takes the, 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 the toy. And she's like, you know, what am I, what am I looking for? And when she turned around, I completely freaked out. So what did I do? I, I chucked the diamond ring. I threw it. Oh. I threw it on the hill. I threw, completely threw it. Oh my God. And then she was like, keep looking. So she's still looking in the bag. My heart is pounding. I'm like, did I just lose, you know, a very, very expensive diamond ring on a hill in the middle of New Zealand? Like, is this for real right now? Wow. So, I'm, man, I'm on my knees. I'm frantically looking through the grass. You know, like you can imagine how my heart is pumping right now. As soon as I heard her scream, because that's when I knew that she read it, that's when I found the ring, thank God, behind like a little bushy thing. Thank goodness. Grabbed the ring. As soon as she turned around, you know, got on my knees, proposed, said yes. Everything was happy. Happy, happy moment. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was a happy time. Uh, then it all went to crap after. Okay. Anyways, so we got engaged. Everything's good. I go back home. She stays there. Nine months goes by. Or I think it was like six months this time. She comes to Canada. She meets my family. 
She meets my friends, everything is good. Great. Here's where we decided, you know what? Now we're gonna, when I come back to New Zealand, yes, I've been to New Zealand so many times. That's the most, this is the most, guys, this is the most expensive relationship I've ever been to, in, you know? It's $2,500 just to fly to New Zealand. Forget, let alone the hotels and all that, you know, and everything else, expenses that you have, you have to pay on a trip. We decided, okay, now we're gonna make, let's, let's do the wedding, you know? I'm gonna bring my mom, my dad, my sisters, unfortunately, they couldn't make it. Think about it, okay? $2,500 each, we're a family of six. You know, you don't have to do simple math, you know, that's very expensive. We decided to do two weddings, one in New Zealand and one in Canada, okay? So, great, we made up a date, everything is good. Now, here's what I want to tell everybody, okay? From the first day we started talking, even on Instagram, okay? Well, no, when I moved over to WhatsApp, when, when, when I thought, okay, this is probably going to get serious. And after she came to New Zealand, I made it clear to her that no matter what happens at the end, she's going to come to Canada. She's going to move to Canada. Canada, Ottawa, this is going to be our home for the future. Okay? And she agreed. She agreed. And for, for all four, the, for the entire four-year relationship, you know, I really, really, you know, like I said it a few times, she agreed, you know, like we're talking about Ottawa, talking about what we're going to do here, what she's going to do. By the way, she's a banker as well. She worked for the Kiwi Bank. It's like one of the major banks in New Zealand. I'm a banker, she's a banker, we drove the same car. There's a lot of similarities. So it's like, you know, this is, oh, this is like a dream come true, you know, like soulmates or whatever you want to call it, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, no, you know, good, everything is good. You know, we go to New Zealand. I bring my parents with me. It's me, my mom, my dad. And guys, again, New Zealand is not close, okay? First of all, okay, you have to fly to, to Toronto, an hour and a half, uh, no, an hour, whatever, 45 minutes, whatever it is to Toronto. Yeah. Toronto to Vancouver is five and a half hours. Vancouver to Auckland is like 13 hours. And then Auckland to Christchurch is another like two hours or three hours, whatever it is. It's a long time to fly. Nonetheless, you know, love. You do it for love, right? I'm bringing my parents with me. I booked my honeymoon, you know, Thailand. I paid for everything for myself. The flights from New Zealand to Thailand, back to Canada. I booked uh, the flights for her from New Zealand to Thailand and then back to New Zealand. You know, and uh, everything was great. You know, this is like a happy time, happy moments. I get to New Zealand uh, with my parents. And, you know, the first few days is good. Everybody's happy. Uh, family's meeting. We go out to eat, whatever, you know, we start preparing um, for the wedding, okay? And four days before the wedding happens, this is where the problems begin, okay? Literally four days before the wedding. Um, you know, she tells me one, one, one of the, the, the fourth day before we, we get married, she told me how she wants to talk, you know. I was like, sure. Like, I'm thinking, what, what, what's it going to be about, you know? So we actually go and we, you know, we, we go to the store called Countdown. It's kind of like Walmart here. It's their, yeah. their version of Walmart. And we'll kind of just go to the parking lot and just chill and talk, you know. Mm -hmm. So here we are sitting four days before the, the, the wedding. And, you know, she tells me, 
You know, she, she says, you know, I've, I've had a very important conversation with my parents. And, you know, I'm thinking, I don't think it's a good idea for me to move to Canada right away after we get married. I think you should stay in New Zealand to be with me for three months. You know, I'm thinking, okay, like that's, I mean, I understand. Okay, let's live together. You want, I mean, I know you're going to be coming to Canada, living the rest of your life in Canada. The least I can do is spend three months with you here in New Zealand. I don't know how that's going to affect my work. I'll have to explain something to them, you know, with that. I might have to go and like leave or something. I don't know. Unpaid. Yeah. I, you know, I told her, you know what? That's fine. I, I agreed to this. I went back to my parents that, that night. Like she, she was happy. Everything was good. We went to whatever we ate. I went back home. She went back home. Or back to my hotel, I mean, with, with my parents. I explained to my parents. Now my parents were like, you know, they, they were not that happy with it, but they're like, you know what? It's okay. It's three months. Spend time with her and then you guys come to Canada. Good. Great. Cool. Next day, around the same time. Guess where we are? In the same parking lot, in front of Countdown. And she tells me she wants to talk again. She's had thoughts, she said, you know. Instead of three months, she's telling me, you know what? I actually had a conversation with my parents. And it's my idea, it's not my parents. I want you to know it's not my parents, it's my idea. And it would actually mean a lot to me if you stayed in New Zealand with me for six months, not three. Well, six months is a long time, that's half a year, you know? That's, that's, where is this coming from? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, don't you love me? You know, I'll do it for you. You know. Gets all emotional, yada yada yada. I'm not gonna bore you with you know the entire couple, three hours that we talked, but I agreed. New Zealand is amazing, by the way. It's it's a it's a developed country. You can live in it. You know, like there's nothing wrong with it. It's like Canada. It's green. There's you know, it's just it's an island, two thousand kilometers away from Australia. There's nothing there. You know. Nonetheless, they have you know good development. Whatever. It wasn't. It wasn't the country. Uh, you know, I, I can. You know, I can see myself. If, if I moved to New Zealand before, other than Canada and all, New Zealand, that's all I knew. I'd be happy with New Zealand. You know, I wouldn't be upset at that. I brought this up, so whatever. I, you know, everything's okay. You know, I'm a little like eh. go back to the hotel. I explained to my parents, my mom right away. Something's not right. You know, she didn't like the idea at all. Now my dad, of course, he as him as well. He he was a little hesitant and he didn't he didn't like it either. But but my dad was telling me in front of my mom too. You know you know what? If if you really love this girl, I support you. I, I'm sure you could probably find a you know a temporary job whatever in New Zealand. And I don't know what the visitor visa is back then. You know before COVID. Um, New Zealand is a Commonwealth country just like Canada, so it's easy to go back and forth. I'm sure it's easy to live there, you know, without very few documents to sign or whatever. Still, six months, you know, I'm like, uh, you know, that's a long time. But you know what? It'll be an interesting, you know, memory or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, life. Uh, yeah. You know. I agreed. Okay, fine. I swear to you. The next day. Now, two days before the wedding. <laughs> we're back in the same parking lot. In the same parking lot. You know what she tells me? Do you know what she tells me? I want you to guess. What, what do you think? She wants you to stay there for a year. You, you bang on! You're right! She said one year! Wow. I told her no. No, I'm not staying for a year. What is this? It doesn't make any sense to me. No. 
you know, oof, no. Crying, crying, blah, 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 blah. I have a good career. And, and, and you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say no to that. She had, she was, she had a stable. She was up high in the Bank of New Zealand, whatever it was called, Kiwi Bank. Okay. So her salary was good. But that wasn't the agreement. Okay. The agreement is she comes to Canada after we get married. That, that was it. I, I had no intentions in my head. My, like it all hit me by, by surprise. And why four days before the wedding? Why didn't you bring this up to me before? A year ago, anything. No. I told him no. Why don't you love me? Crying, you know. I cry too. I'm not going to lie. You know, guys cry. It gets all emotional. You know. But guess what? Guess what? I told her, okay. I told her, okay. Sure. For you, I'll do it. Yeah. Wow. Now I'm back to my parents. My parents said, no. No, don't do that. No. My mom was against it 100%. My dad was against it. But, but, again, my dad, bless his heart, he, he told me, you know what? If you love the girl, I support you. Now get this. The next day. <laughs> the final day. The day before the wedding. Okay. The, so the next day is the wedding. Yeah. This is the day before the wedding. Same place. In the same parking lot. I, I hate that parking lot. I hate that parking lot. <laughs> I'm dying laughing. Like that, like that parking lot is nothing but bad, bad news, you know? Like it's bad enough. Countdown. Okay, is the equivalent to Walmart here. But everything is so bloody expensive. How much is a Kinder Surprise over here? How much is what? A Kinder Surprise. You know those little chocolate eggs? How much is that? I don't know, man. It's, it's the inflation now is so bad. Okay, so well, point. well, okay. Forget about the, the, the economics <laughs> and, 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 yeah. and whatever is happening. But it's typically like what? A, like a dollar fifty? Yeah, I would say so. Less than two dollars. Less than two dollars. Yeah. The tax dollar eighty. In New Zealand, it's five dollars. It's five dollars. And the wow. Canadian and New Zealand dollars, by the way, there's not much difference. One dollar Canadian, I believe, is a dollar and seven cents New Zealand dollars. Mm. Now, of course, you know, why? New Zealand is an island in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So, you know, transportation costs. You know, cost of goods to be transported there. Fine. But everything is expensive. Twelve cans of Coke. Here, it's, what is it? Three dollars? Yeah. If you go to Metro or Loblaws? I think it was like twelve bucks. Even more there. Oh, it was ridiculous. No. It, was, it was just, it was ridiculous. I even took pictures, you know, of, of the price tag. Just I'm like, it was ridiculous, crazy. Anyways, back to what I was saying. I must have discussed the economics of New Zealand. No, know. I'm good. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> well, we'll save that for another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll save that for another time. Okay. So now, now we're sitting in the parking lot, and you know, and, and now I'm looking at her. I'm like, what, what is this? What, what's this now? I'm yeah. staying for a year. What do you want? Two scenarios. She tells me. She tells me she wants me now to stay. Do you want to guess? Another year. Three. Oh, wow. She's like, you know what? I want you to stay three years. And this is where the fighting started happening. Like the major fighting, okay? Like, like arguing and yelling and all that. Because I told her, no, of course not. I'm not. No, three years? Are you kidding me? No, that's a big chunk of my life. No, no, 100% no. She completely, she, you know, when I told her no, she became somebody else. It's like, it's like, you know what, never mind, I don't want three years. She actually finally told me what she really wanted. 
She's like, you know what I actually want from you? I want you to stay here until we give, until I give birth to our child, and then we'll get up and go to Canada. <laughs> really? Really? So you're telling me right now, we're going to be staying in New Zealand, probably longer than three years, you know, for us to, to settle or whatever. And we're going to have a kid. And the second that kid comes out, we're going to buy a ticket come to Canada. Is that how it works? Because last time I checked, it takes a long time to take care of a baby. You can't just get up and leave. You know what I mean? So, so, so now there's red flags everywhere. Red flags, red flags. That night, we just had a massive fight. A lot of crying, a lot of argument. We, we just kind of went our separate ways, actually. The day before the wedding. Wow. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk after. Yeah. So she went back to her house. I went back to my house. And this is where I had one of the most intense conversations with my parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm never going to talk to you about what my mom. My mom completely was against it 100%. She was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, no. And this is where finally my dad actually, you know, my dad told me, no, you can't do that. And I'll tell you why, guys. I'll tell you why, okay? Because we did a little bit of research. New Zealand laws are not the same as Canada laws, okay? New Zealand, when the female gives birth to a child, in, this, in the relationship, you know, the man and the woman, anything to do with that child, the mom has final say, period. Period. So I, I, all I think about in my head is, okay, I decide to stay. I give, give birth. Let's say I have a daughter with her. Now it's time, okay, baby, let's go and move to Canada after whatever, four months. No. No, I want to stay in New Zealand. And my kid is staying here too. Then I'm out of luck. Divorce, I have to pay child support from Canada. Uh, I'll never see my kid because, you know what I mean? So I'm just thinking like, this is, what is this? So at the end of the day, I'm thinking, she doesn't want to come to Canada. She, she, wants to, she wants to stay in New Zealand. Now, I, okay, I understand she's leaving her family, you know. I understand it's going to be different. You know, I, I'm here with my family. Okay, but we already agreed to this four years in the making. You can't do that. You can't do that. All the crying, all the arguments, all the fighting. I told her, no, I'm sorry. No. Next morning comes and, you know, my parents and her parents meet up. And this is all, like... Held very close, to be honest. Like, like just, look, we meet at a cafe, which was a horrible idea. And then, and then the arguments began between my parents and her parents and all that. You know, it was just, it was a horrible, horrible, like, experience, you know. And no one came to any conclusion. Parents went home. They went, like, my parents went to the hotel. Um, me and her decided to have a talk, obviously. Like, we're engaged, you know. Like, we're, our wedding is supposed to be tonight. Like, what is going to happen? Yeah. You know? So we're sitting in the car, not in front of countdown, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting in the car, kind of like in a, just in a residential area, you know, just in front of our houses, you know? Yeah. And we just started talking. We're saying, so what are we going to do? You know, like, again, crying, arguments and stuff. We actually came to a conclusion right there that we're going to not cancel, postpone the wedding. Postpone the wedding. So, you know, it obviously was very sad, but there was still things we had to work on. So we couldn't get married, obviously. So in this conversation we had in the car, you know, I told her, okay, you know what? At least, even though we're, we're, we're postponing the wedding, 
at least we can go in our fake honeymoon to Thailand. We can clear things up. We'll have a good time there. And everything will be okay. It won't be a honeymoon. It'll just kind of be like a vacation. I swear to you. Do you know what she told me? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I want you guys, this is, this is I, I really hope no one ever goes through what I went through, okay? She literally has the audacity to look me in the eyes with her finger. She takes her finger out, okay? And she points at me and she looks me in the eye and says this, I'm not going to Thailand and neither are you. <laughs> I started laughing. First of all, first of all, guys, I paid thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, okay, to book flights from New Zealand to Thailand. Now, Thailand is way up in the northern hemisphere, okay? New Zealand is, again, in the ass of the earth. It's at the bottom. It's expensive, okay? It's expensive. And then I paid for my ticket from Thailand back to Canada. And then I paid for her ticket from New Zealand to Thailand and back to New Zealand. And then all the hotels, and I didn't just book any hotels, guys. I booked, I booked the, 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 like expensive hotels, resorts, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in two different cities. Well, I think it was three, actually. It was three cities. Koh Samui, Phuket, and Bangkok. Three different cities I booked. And she looks me in the eye and she tells me that she's not going and I'm not going either? She tells me I'm not going. She says, you're not going to go. I was like, what do you mean? And all the tickets are non-refundable. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't want to pay $10,000 for each ticket. You know? Yeah. The audacity, she tells me that I can't go. I look at her, I'm like, what do you mean I can't go? She's like, we didn't get married. You can't go. I'm like, what do you mean? You know? She's like, I can't, like, what do you, I can't come with you. Like, we can't go. We're not married. Well, why does it matter? We already met in Vegas. What difference does it make? We weren't even engaged. What difference does it make if we go to Thailand? We'll clear things up, you know? We'll have talks. We'll, we'll, we'll rekindle the love. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like anybody would say, okay, sure. No, she tells me. And not just no. You're not going either, she tells me. I'm sorry. Like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Yo, I, I couldn't even believe I, I really couldn't believe it. And she's literally like, you, you, you can't go, you can't go. What about the tickets? What about everything? You know? Yeah. And, and, and then I'm like, my ticket back to Canada, my parents were leaving like after, the day after the wedding. My tickets back home are from Thailand. You know what she tells me? Just buy new tickets from New Zealand, a one way back to Canada. Are you, are you dumb? Like, do you know how much that cost last minute? It's another $3,000. No. And I already have a ticket going back to Canada from Thailand. Why, why would I even waste more money? And of course, I had to take a lot of money from a line of credit to pay for all this. You know, I don't have that much money. Yeah. So, you know, fighting arguments, you know, it didn't go anywhere that day. She went back, I went back, fighting argument with my parents. She's God knows what she's doing with her family. Okay. The wedding was the night, okay? Now, guys, we made an agreement that she would pay for the wedding in New Zealand and I would pay for the wedding in Canada. Okay, it just makes sense for us. Okay. Um, so of course she paid a lot too for the wedding, right? She paid a lot for it. So of course she talked to the wedding planner and all that stuff and she tried to get you know, her money back. Um, the next day, you know, like every day when, we, when I wake up, right away we're either call, talking on the phone or whatever. Next day I get up 
you know, and nothing. She's not talking to me. She's not texting me. She's not nothing, you know. And I'm like, what the heck? What's going on? I text her at like noon, you know, and I tell her, hey, what's going on? Where's what's, what's happening? She's like, she's like, I'm busy doing logistics stuff. That's what she said. Logistics. Eh? No. I'm trying to get my money back for the wedding and all that stuff. Okay. I'm like, well, what about, like, I'm sitting here waiting for you. Can we not go together? You know? You know what she tells me? The audacity again, this girl. You know what she tells me? I, have, I only have 30 minutes to see you. I'm your fiance. I traveled from Canada to New Zealand with my parents. You're telling me you only have half an hour to see me? Are you kidding me? I'm distraught, man. At this time, I'm out. Like, at this point, I'm just like, you know. This is, this is the point where I'm sitting in the hotel room. My mom, I don't know, she's in the kitchen, my dad's in the bathroom, whatever. I'm sitting, in the, in, in, I'm sitting there on, on, my, on the bed, and I'm thinking to myself, what am I doing here? What is this? You know? But of course, I ended up saying, yeah, sure, half an hour, okay, yeah. Because I still have feelings for the girl. I mean, what am I going to do in New Zealand, you know? Okay. Do you know what I found out? Do you know what I found out? Mm. you know how the wedding was the day before? Yeah. So I found out that she got majority of her money back. Majority. I don't know, maybe like 80, 90%, whatever it is. She couldn't get her money back for the food. Okay? So the, 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 the person who was in charge of the wedding actually told her, why don't you guys come and eat the food? Otherwise it would be a waste. We can't refund you for it, but the food's all here. Come and eat it. You know what I found out? I found out that she went with her parents and her brother and all her friends to the, the venue and they ate all the food and they didn't invite me and my parents. You know, yeah, you know? Like you would think, you know, the, the wedding is not canceled. We're not broken up, you know? It's just postponed until we figure our, our things out. You would think out of courtesy, you would think if you had a brain, you know, a brain, just a small brain, that, hey, you know, even though the wedding's postponed, we're still on good terms, let's go all have dinner together. And let's bring your dad and mom who traveled from Canada, $10,000, us three tickets, all together. But no, they all went and they ate the food behind our backs. Do you believe that? Do you, do you believe that, bro? I don't even know what to say. Do, I, I was not happy with that, okay? I wasn't happy. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I called her out on it. I don't remember what she said. I think she was like, kind of like, oh, I didn't think you guys wanted to come. Wow. You know. Anyways. So, <laughs> are you ready for this? This, this? this is gonna, this is the crazy part now, right now? Yeah. Remember how I said that she had half an hour of her time yeah. to spare for me? She comes. You know, she comes and she, she comes with her car. She tells me she's here. You know, I'm waiting for you outside. Okay. I tell my parents, I'll be back. I'm going to just go have coffee with her. She, she I, you know, I asked her where we're going. So we'll go to the, the same coffee place we always go to, just to yeah. talk and chill or whatever. Yeah. Now, guys, this is August in New Zealand. Okay. Uh, Southern Hemisphere, Northern Hemisphere. In the summertime, it's winter. Okay. So... June, July, August, over there, it's cold. It doesn't snow, it snows in the mountains, but it gets cold, it gets to the zero, minus one, minus two. Okay? 
that's the that's their winter, which is June, July, August. Yeah. Of course, January, February, March, it's hot. It goes like to 30 or whatever it is. So it's August. I'm there in, in the winter. You know, I have my, my sweaters, jackets, whatever. But I'm thinking, you know what? We're only going to the coffee shop next door. It's not far. You know, and her car, whatever, has a heater. I think it was minus one or zero. Yeah. I didn't bring the sweater. Um, you know, I, didn't, I didn't bring, I just, I, I think I went out, I think I went out a t-shirt, actually, if I could be honest with you. You know, Canadian, oh, whatever, minus one, yeah. nothing. And she has a heater in her car. Or maybe I had a very light sweater on. You know, I go to her car. Doesn't even look at me. I, I, like, I, I remember walking to the car. I, I, this is in my mind. I walk into the car. She doesn't even look at me. Unlocks the car door. I come and sit in, in the car, passenger seat. On the side, you know, the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Usually, of course, what we do, we always like kiss or hug or whatever. Nothing, yeah. nothing. This one, nothing. Get in the car. You start driving. Like, hi, hi, that's it. We're driving. And the coffee shop is to the left. She goes right. And she starts driving right, you know. 30 seconds in, I'm like, where are we going? I thought we were going to the coffee shop. You know what she tells me? You're coming to my parents' house so you can sit down and explain to my brother and my dad what you did to me. I said, excuse me? She said, you're coming to my, my house, my parents' house, my dad is waiting, my brother is waiting, you're gonna sit down, you're gonna discuss with them, and you're gonna explain to them why you did this, why you canceled the wedding, and you're gonna answer the questions. I told her, I'm not going to your house. We agreed to go to the coffee shop to talk, me and you. She tells me, no, you're going to our, my house. I'm thinking in my head, I'm actually being kidnapped right now. Wow. Literally, I'm being kidnapped right now. We're still driving. I tell her, I'm not going to your house. We're going to the coffee shop. And if we're not going to the coffee shop, take me back to the hotel. She said, we're going to my parents' house. I told her, no, we're not. Now, now we're driving, I don't know, whatever. We're like five or 10 minutes away, you know. I don't know where I am, by the way. I have no idea where I am. And she tells me, again, like we're arguing, we're fighting. I'm telling her, we're, if we're not going to the coffee shop, take me back to the hotel. Take me back to the hotel. She lied, by the way. She lied. This girl is a liar. She starts screaming at me, you're going to talk to my parents. You're going to talk to them about what you did to me. No, 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 no. So we're driving. And, and this is where, now, you, Sammy, you know me, okay? Like, yeah. you've known me for a long time. I'm, I'm typically a friendly person. Though. You're a very a jokey guy. Very I'm always happy joking, time. always yeah. happy. I'm never angry. It takes a lot for me to get angry. It takes a lot for me to get angry. Yeah, yeah. This moment right here, something I just kind of, I kind of lost it, okay? Yeah. So... We're still driving and she's refusing to take me back to the hotel when I'm telling her, I want to go back to the hotel. I don't want to go to your parents' house. I scream in the passenger side and I tell her, take me back to the hotel right now. I didn't even finish the statement. She smacks the brakes as hard as possible. The car, we're, we're on like, it's not a highway, but it's like, Kind of like the airport parkway, you know? Yeah. Here in Ottawa, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's 80, it's, you know? She slams it hard. 
I swear to you, the car, like an earthquake. The I'm swear, man, I swear. The way she smacked it so hard. It shook in the middle of the road. I don't even know if this car is behind us. I have no idea. Yeah. She stops in the middle of the road, puts the car in park, reaches over me, opens the door, and yells, get the fuck out of my car. Wow. Sorry, you can bleep that if you want. But I, I want to tell you something <laughs> happened. No, go ahead, man. Wow. Get the fuck out of my car, she tells me. This moment right here. Yeah. This is the moment when I realized this girl sitting next to me is not my wife. Can never be my wife. This is not my soulmate. And this is where I realized I've made a, a big mistake being here and dragging my parents into this. Mm. In that split second of, of thought, she had the door open. Now keep in mind, New Zealand, the roads are on the other side. So cars are coming that way, by the way. Yeah. I'm just, I, I, you, know, you know, at this point, this is where, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I started bawling my eyes out. I started crying. I started crying like, like a baby. I started crying. No, like this is guys, don't, I don't care how masculine you are. I don't care if you are the strongest person in the world. Okay. When your emotions kind of like get to a state, you know, of mind of where I was, you just can't control it. You just can't. I bawled my eyes out. And the girl, like I, like she doesn't say anything. She says nothing. She takes off her scarf, she puts it on my lap to wipe the tears. And then she says, as I'm crying, she says in a lower voice this time, I really think you should come to my parents' house and just have a talk with them. And what did I do? What did I do? Call it manning up. I told her, okay, let's go. That was the biggest mistake I've ever done in my life, was go over to that house. That was the biggest mistake I've ever done. Now, I didn't tell you guys where she's from. <laughs> I mean, okay, every call, even me, Lebanese, I'll talk about my own people. A lot of people are nice. There's a lot of assholes too. You know, everywhere in the world. Yeah. So she, she, she's like, she's, she's Iraqi. Okay? She's half Iraqi. And I think like Iranian, Turkish, and UAE. She's, she's like all mixed. Yeah. But her parents are Iraqi. Tough. Tough people. Especially the dad. You know, I'm thinking, okay, like, I don't really want to go talk to them. Yeah. You know, we'll just let's, let's handle this on our own, me and you. Yeah. I agreed. So she drove to, to her house and that entire drive from that moment. And, and let me just tell you something, hold on, let me tell you. Before we even, before I even agreed, I, I looked at her and I said, are you really kicking me out in Christchurch in New Zealand with a t-shirt on and minus one outside? I don't know where I am and I'm on uh, airplane mode. I have no way of, you know, talking to anybody. Are you for real? I couldn't believe it. Like, like, even forget about fiance, forget about girlfriend, forget about somebody that you're interested in, or even a friend. Would even a stranger do that? You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand. This is where I really, like, question myself and what I'm doing here and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. I'm just like, this is just beyond normal, normalcy. And, and I really want to just, at that point, I just wanted to go home. But the idiot that I was, you know, giving in to all her demands, I told her, sure, let's go. How bad can it be? I know these people. They invited me over dinner multiple times. I know her brother. Brother's super nice. No problems. So we drive to her house. Can we drive to her house? Okay, I see her parents' car. I see her brother's car. And then I see a random car in the parking lot, in the parking, in the driveway that I've never seen before. And I asked her as we park, as we park in, whose car is this? She doesn't answer. I'm like, what is this? So, okay, well, here I am at the house. I go inside. I go inside the house. I go to the kitchen. On the kitchen counter, all I see is her dad sitting there with the brother and some random lady I've never met or seen before in my life. And all I'm thinking in my head is, who the hell is this woman and why is she here? I think after talking a little bit, she's like a family friend. I don't know, whatever she is. Yeah. It didn't concern me. I didn't, I'm like, what is she doing here? Her mom was there. She was there. You know, at the beginning of the conversation, it started, okay, how are you there? You know, they offered me whatever food, tea. Yeah. As they, like they should. You know? Conversation went okay in the beginning. And then just, just, it started deteriorating. Like it just started going downhill. And this entire conversation was actually her dad trying to sell New Zealand to me. This is what the conversation was about, okay? Her dad glorifying the country of New Zealand. You know, like, I'm, I'm just like, and one of the statistics he told me as well was, did you know that Auckland, you know, it's the biggest city in New Zealand, did you know that Auckland is like the seventh best city to live in in the world? And all I'm thinking in my head is, did you do any research? Do you know that like, Three or four Canadian cities, Ottawa's up there. Yeah. Ottawa, Calgary, whatever, you know? Is in the top like five in the world? Like, do you, do you not do your research? Do you not know that Canada is in the top? I think Canada is like the fifth best place to live right now after Norway, Iceland, you yeah. know, those Scandinavian, yeah. those Viking countries, you yeah. know? <laughs> you know what I mean? New Zealand is up there too, but Canada is better. Besides the point, that, that, that's not the point. The point is we agreed that she was coming to Canada. I can't just drop everything. No, I'm sorry. And, and the conversation got so heated and so... Uh, we started yelling back and forth, by the way, to the point where he actually took his own phone and he smacked it on the counter. He smacked it on the counter. And that's where I got a little bit like, oh. Mm. Now, bless her brother. Her brother was calm the entire time. Her brother was actually like... Like, I, I actually thought that he's going to go ape on me, you know? Yeah. For, for whatever. But no, he was actually calm. He was talking to me normal. He was... Yeah, he was talking about New Zealand, you know, but like in a calm voice. He was actually having a normal conversation with me. Dad? No. That woman was just there. She, she was kind of helping him sell New Zealand. Oh, and this and this and this with New Zealand. I don't care. I don't care. But, but you know, I, 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 unfortunately, it's been, it's been like three years now. I don't remember all the stuff that they said. They said a lot more things that I really didn't like, but I was in no position to say anything, you know? I, I don't know, I, I didn't know what was gonna happen. It was bad, they, they really made me feel like shit, okay? The entire time they made me feel like like garbage, I, I don't know. I, I just, like, I almost teared up in there too. 
And then we leave. You know, we, we leave the house. And I'm tearing up right now. I'm tearing up. And she looks at me. She looks at me. You know, and you know what she says to me? I swear to God, do you know what she said to me? Hmm. She said, you deserved it. <laughs> Again, I started crying. Like, guys, I, you know, this is, I'm not making this up. I am not. I've said this story to literally everybody that's asked me what happened. You know, because everybody's expecting, hey, you know, what a crazy story. How you guys met, the similarities between you guys. What a, what a crazy story to one day tell your grandchildren. You know what I mean? Like, it's amazing. Canada, New Zealand, yeah. finding love, going through the long distance. You know, that everybody tells you long distance is not going to work out. Nine out of ten times doesn't work out. 9.5 out of ten times doesn't work out. Sit in the car. I'm tearing up. She tells me I deserve it. She takes me home, back to the hotel. I say, I tell my parents everything, and this is just... My, now, now at this point, it's just like, you know, I'm talking to my parents. I tell them that she doesn't want to come to Thailand, you know. You know, bless my, my parents, you know, especially my dad. You know what my dad told me? Mm. Even my mom, actually. And by the way, none of my friends, nobody knows this is happening right now. They tell me, you know what? Forget about her. Go to Thailand. Have fun. I've never been on a soul like, trip before, yeah. okay? So you know what? I decided, you know what? I'm going to do this. You know, and, and go, I think I was going to go the, after tomorrow early at like 5 a.m. So whatever, I sleep. The next day, not, nothing from her. Okay. So I spent the entire day with my parents, just traveling, just exploring New Zealand. Yeah. At night, you know, we decided to meet up. We went to a cafe, like the, the same cafe we always meet up at. You and your fiance. Yeah, yeah. me and her. And I told her, listen to me very carefully. Okay. We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to make up, you know. Things are not good right now. Why You should come with me to Thailand. We're going to have an amazing time. Thailand's amazing. We're going to through. I paid for so much, you know. Come with me. Let's go have fun. Let's go talk. Let's make our relationship good again, you know. We'll work things out. No, she tells me again. No, I'm not coming with you. And, and you, you shouldn't go. But I guess you're gonna go. And you know what she tells me again? The audacity, again. You know what she tells me? If you're gonna go to Thailand, if you're gonna actually make that decision to go without me, I don't wanna see any pictures on Instagram, on Facebook. I don't wanna see nothing. Yes, dear, of course, dear. I will not, dear. I told her, sure. Boy, did I tell you, I posted everybody. <laughs> I, I posted everything. I posted everything. Yeah. Hell with you. That night, she drives me back to the hotel. And, and let me just tell you something here. She, this is, this night, we, we didn't kiss. We gave a hug. And the four previous times, or five, whatever amount of times I went back and forth to New Zealand and her coming to Canada multiple times and going to Vegas, whatever, all the times went back and forth. At the airport, whenever it was time to go, she would bawl her eyes out, of course. And I would always tell her the same thing, you know, I'd always tell her, this isn't goodbye, this is see you later. In this time now, it's like 10 p.m., I have, I have to get up at 5 a.m. to catch my flight to Thailand. She's not coming. 
whatever. She's dropping me off at the hotel. We hug. And I knew in my mind, in my head, I knew right there, I was never going to see her again. I just knew. I, I just knew. She doesn't cry. No crying. But I still repeated the same thing. I said, this is not goodbye. This is see you later. Because technically, we're not broken up. We're still trying to work things out, right? I just knew, though. I just knew after the incident that happened in the car. And just everything that led up to that moment. This girl, I cannot marry this girl. I can't. This is not, this is not my wife. I, how, how can I be married to somebody like that? That did this to me. Anyways, we hug. And that was in August 2018. And that was the last time I saw her. Okay. Now. It's not over yet. Okay, it's not over. We didn't break up. We're still together. We're just working things out. I fly to Thailand the next day. Okay. I go to Koh Samui. And, and I, I'm traveling on whatever taxi, whatever I am, you know, I'm by myself. I get to the hotel. Now, the hotel that I booked is a honeymooners hotel, of course. Nothing but couples everywhere. <laughs> I swear to you. It was like, I, I get to the counter, and the person, like, the person is confused, you know? Like, where's your significant other? What are yeah. you doing here? Yeah. I thought, you know, I, and I'm... I'm, I, I think she did ask because I just I remember fondly saying it's just me I think I, she did ask because I wrote her name and my name yeah. and I told her it's just me and she's like oh okay she, nice woman smiled yeah. whatever yeah took me to my room huge room with a private pool like a five star hotel it's actually guys Bandara, Bandara Hotel that's what it's called amazing if you ever go to Kosamui amazing Amazing, amazing. But the second she left the, the room, and she asked if I need anything to call whatever service or whatever, you know, zero and all that, told me about breakfast or whatever. She left, the door closed. And I sit there and I sit on the bed. And this is where I became emotional. Because here I am in Thailand on what is supposed to be my honeymoon, you know, I'm supposed to be with my wife, having the best time of my life. Yeah. Here I am alone, you know? So I got emotional. I think I'm pretty sure I started, I don't know, but maybe not full on, you know, crying, but you know, I teared up. But I promised myself, I told myself, you know what? I told myself, no matter what, I'm gonna have a good time here. And no matter what, whoever's gonna be my wife in the future, I'm bringing back to this hotel. I don't care, no matter what. Because she took this away from me. That's it. Guys, the next 10 days I spent in Thailand, I tell you, amazing. Wonderful time. You know, I went to the concierge guy. I asked him, hey, what, what can I do here? He, he told me, you can do this, 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 this. You know, and I met other soul people. Went up mountains. I went to monkey. I, I had scorpions walking on me. Yeah. You know, elephant. It was an, um, Thailand is amazing. I went to the beach by myself. I didn't care. I went and ate by myself. I went by myself and I explored. The first lunch I had the next day, I went across the street to the restaurant. I, I ordered just like rice, plain rice and chicken or whatever. The rice they gave me was in the shape of a heart. Like, guys, please, <laughs> please don't do this to me. I, I'm alone. Why would you give me a heart shaped rice? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I know, I understand I'm in a honeymooner section. Yeah. 
But if I'm not with anybody, don't give me a heart. Maybe they thought that she's in the bath. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anyways, guys, I had a wonderful time. Now, we, 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 the first day I landed in Thailand, we did communicate. But you know what she tells me? She sent me a text saying, I'm not going to talk to you until, again, you figure out, you figured out what you've done to me and you explain to me why you, I'm here by myself and crying and whatever. You know? Now, guys, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I know I'm making her sound like she's so bad. But I was about to marry the girl, so obviously she's not that bad, okay? Yeah. And of course she's going through her own emotional... Yeah. You know? I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know what? She wants me to ignore her? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just, I, I literally threw my phone. I just threw my phone. And I'm like, you know what? I, I don't care about this anymore. I'm in Thailand. I paid all this money. There was a seat next to me, empty, by the way. I paid for her ticket. Yeah. What can I do? I can't get it back. Thousands of dollars gone. I'm going to enjoy myself here. So I just threw her phone. I just threw my phone, rather. And I ignored her. Four days goes by. I have a wonderful time in Kosamui. I go to Phuket. Bless my friend's heart, Taz. His name is Taz. Okay. He lived in Kuwait at the time. He was the first one that knew what happened to me. And you know what he did, guys? He actually took time off of work, emergency. He flew to Thailand to be with me. Okay? Wow. Yeah, he flew to Thailand to be with me, just to make sure that I'm okay. Now, of course, all the hotels were already paid for, right? Yeah. And I was able to change the hotels to like two, two beds instead of one, whatever. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. But bless his heart, he came, you know? And me and him had a good time together, wonderful time. Posted pictures on Instagram and Facebook. Now, get this. Six days into the trip, I get the room service, breakfast, whatever, eggs or whatever, you know, and toast, and the butter they gave me, you know. As I'm about to open the butter, I look at it, and on the butter, it said New Zealand butter. Mm. So I was like, this is kind of funny. Why don't I take a picture of it and send it to her? Hold on, we're not, we're, we're, we're still together, technically. Yeah. Yeah. We're not broken up. And we haven't talked in six days. So I'm like, you know what? Let me try and break the ice by sending her, look, there's something New Zealand in Thailand. So I sent her the picture of the butter and I put my phone down. And as I'm about to cut my toast, I look at my phone, a million texts from her. You asshole! You're a piece of shit! Why haven't you texted me? I've been waiting for you! I, you're out there in Thailand on, on our honeymoon, having fun with Taz! You're ignoring me! I'm looking at my phone and I'm like... Is this for real? I'm like, oh. I mean, I start talking I'm like, no, what do you mean? You told me, you know, to talk to you, no, 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 you know? Fighting, fighting, and at this point, man, I swear to God, I, I, again, I, I just got fed up, okay? I got fed up and I just blew the phone. Again, I ignored. I didn't care. And I had the best time in Thailand. Best time. Now, we didn't talk. Just ignore me. I go back to Canada. Okay. Now, before I went back to Canada, you know, two of my coworkers, you know, I told them what happened. Bless their heart again. They, you know, they're on the phone. I was crying to them. They told me it's okay. You'll find somebody else. You'll be okay. Now, they didn't tell anybody at work. Because it's private, you know, they just don't tell. People at work knew what I was doing in New Zealand. They didn't tell anybody at work. I get back to Canada. 
My first shift back, I think I had like an extra three or four days just for jet lag and whatever. Yeah. My first day back to work, I had to be in at 9 a.m. I'm parking my car. And a couple of hours before that, like as soon as I woke up, we were ta- me and who were talking? Me and my fiance, we were talking. Yeah. We're talking, 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 like back and forth about like, it's, it's pretty much her telling me how bad of a person I am, how I never cared about her, all that stuff. You know, me going back, you know, I'm not going to go into details. I don't even remember them, to be honest. Yeah. But let me tell you, I'm walking to work from my car. I parked my car. I, I locked the door. I'm walking to work. And this, I believe, was August 31st, 2018. The official breakup on Instagram, where it first started. Well, I don't. I think well, I don't know why she wasn't talking to me on WhatsApp. It was oh, that's right. Now I remember. The first message she told me on Instagram was, "I have blocked you on WhatsApp because of the following reasons, and on phone or whatever." Blah 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 blah. Which is why she's talking to me on Instagram. Until you figure out your stuff, blah, 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 arguing back and forth. So we're talking back and forth like like fast on Instagram, and it's ironic because as I'm walking to work. This is where we officially break up. It's ironic because that's where we first met, is on Instagram. And we officially broke up. We said we decided to call everything off, the wedding is canceled. And that's it. And then she blocked me on Instagram, right there, as I'm about to go to my first shift at work. That was it. I opened the door, I come inside work. I'm distraught now, again, more, more so. My colleagues are all having, a, like, I'm, I was a universal banker or whatever, or a teller back then, before. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a financial advisor now, but before. The financial advisors are supposed to be there at 8 in the morning because they have a meeting, a huddle. Yeah. In the lobby of the branch, okay? So they all in circle with the manager. And who opens the door is the manager, actually. Now, they're still talking. Now. Everybody's quiet. Like, they're, they're talking to themselves. The manager looks at me and he's like, oh, congratulations. I told her... I told her, I just, I just shook my head. And right away, she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I told her it's okay. And that's it. She goes back to the meeting. I actually, like now I'm walking in, it's awkward to go through. So I joined the meeting as well. So now I'm standing in a circle with everyone. They're talking about whatever, you know, the banking stuff, whatever. One colleague of mine, Ahmed, Poor guy. To this day, he's still apologizing to me. Yells out loud in front of everybody. Hey, the married man! Welcome back! Welcome back! You're married! Woo! My manager just just says, no, no, Ahmed, no, no. Now, at this point, I'm looking. I'm just looking down. And right away, his face turned so red. And he had like papers in his hands, like he crumbled the papers and he looked down and he's like, I'm so sorry. And it was just, and, and, and again, the manager, to, to break the awkwardness, she just kept the conversation going about banking, you know? Yeah. To keep it going. And I'm just looking down. Poor guy. He, he didn't know, you know? Like, he didn't know. Yeah. To this day, I tell you, I swear, like, I just left that Southeast branch, you know, I'm in a different branch. Yeah. Right before I left, he apologized one more time <laughs> for doing that, you know? 
Um, any case, man, you know, it, uh, that was the last time, I, uh, that was the last time I talked to her until get this. I remember, I remember this part. You told me this. So this guys, this is, this is the crazy thing. Okay. Yeah. This is the crazy part right here. Um, March, 2019. There was a uh, terrorist attack in Christchurch, in New Zealand, the mosque shootings. Yeah, a lot of people remember that. Yeah, yeah. everybody will remember this, okay. 51 people were killed. You know, it was just, you can't even explain, you can't no. even explain. Uh, it was okay. a crazy uh, right-wing nut job. Not from, from lunatic, off. who recorded did it live on Facebook. Like, on 4chan, just, yeah. Like, this is just not a, you know, it's, it's this has to be, I don't know. This is not a human. Yeah. It's not a human. He's not. You can't, he's you not. can't do that. That's yeah. not a human. I'm sorry. Um, I think it was Australian. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is. yeah. Okay. Guys, how about I tell you this? Something crazy. Okay. How about I tell you that I was in that church a few months back? Because when we, when we were about to get married, you know, have to go to the sheikh, you know, to get the kitab. Yeah. And we have to talk to the sheikh. We have to talk about yeah. money yeah, or whatever gonna, it is. You yeah. Know? And it was going to be at that mosque. It was going to be in the mosque. Yeah. We went in the mosque. We met with the sheikh. We talked. Everything was good. And then months later, this is what happens. The guy goes inside, shoots and kills 51 people. And, you know, I... I you, you can only imagine what I went through with this. You know? Like, are you kidding me right now? Out of all the countries in the world, New Zealand... Out of all the cities in New Zealand, Christchurch, out of all the mosques in Christchurch, that specific mosque. I want you to think about something. Imagine I had married her. Imagine I had moved to New Zealand for two years, three years, whatever the case may be. Imagine her brother wants to one day come with me to the mosque, let's pray. That's his mosque, by the way. Oh, are you guys ready for this? Her brother, God bless his heart, was a victim. He was a victim. If you look at the news, you know, you, you read about, you know, guys that did this and this and this in the mosque. He was the one that kind of like, he actually saved, he, he managed to get people outside the door because he was yelling at him or whatever. So people escaped from behind him when he was yelling at the terrorist. He is a terrorist. He's a terrorist. He's a, the guy is a terrorist, terrorizing people. I don't care if he's white. I don't care. Enough of this bullshit media propaganda garbage this guy is a freaking terrorist okay you see you see even how, how i even didn't want to call him a terrorist do you see that yeah. you see this media bullshit that they're putting us brainwashing us here yeah her brother was killed guys her brother was killed okay her brother was one of the victims one of the 50 people that died you know and you can only imagine your brother-in-law the future brother-in-law yeah so what i was saying was can you imagine i had i had stayed there Imagine like one day on a Friday, he'd be like, you know, hey, come pray with me at the mosque and I'll go with him. Can, can you just imagine? You know, I, I could have been there. Huh? I don't know. Yeah. Guys, it was just intense because what her parents went through, what she went through, you know, it was just a devastating, devastating thing. And I just, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. And, and, and you know, I was watching the news and 
And I actually saw her parents being interviewed. You know, her mom crying. This is at the time where they couldn't find their son. They knew their son was at the mosque. They, they didn't know if he's, they don't know. And it just, it just like a crazy thing. Like, like I'm looking at the mom. And, and, and what made me like kind of tear up and just be all sad was what she was wearing. I know this might sound ridiculous to you guys. But she, she was wearing the Calvin Klein scarf that I got her from Tanger Outlets. You know what I mean? It's just the connection. It's just like, I don't know how to explain to you. I'm like, this is just, is this happening for real? Yeah. Is this happening? So I'm thinking to myself, should I contact her? Like, do I need to send my condo? I need to send something. No? Like, I was with this girl for four years. I was going to marry her. I knew him. I went out to coffee with him. I, I chilled with him. He was such a nice guy. And don't remember in, in the argument in the house yeah. how he was calm. Yeah. He was talking to me normally. The dad was yelling. He was fine. And look what happens. You know? I asked people. I'm like, should I, should I send her my condolences or should I just leave it, you know? It, it was mixed feelings. Yeah. I think I, I, whatever one of the people I asked, half said you should and half said, you know what? I don't think you want to open that, that gate again. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to bring in the, those emotions from before. Like it's, it's already bad enough that you guys didn't have a, uh, a wedding. I'm sure she went through a lot with that, which she did. Yeah. And now she just lost her brother to a terrorist attack. So it's like, but I, I, I can't just stay quiet. Now I went on Instagram. I was so blocked. Facebook, I was blocked. But I went to Instagram, uh, not Instagram, sorry, yeah, WhatsApp. And I noticed that I wasn't blocked. So I was like, you know what? I don't care what anybody says. This is my choice. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to send her a condolences text. And I just sent her a brief text. And I wrote, I wrote, you know, I'm so sorry about what happened. My condolences to you and your, your parents. And I kind of gave her like a prayer, you know, inshallah God, like he, he's going to go to heaven. You know, just, just yeah. you know what I mean? Like just things to comfort her, you know? And... Again, I, I apologized, and, and I just and I just told her, you know, I just kind of like a brief apology, condolences. That's it. I thought I, I I just had to say something, and she read it. Her the the blue uh, check marks they were blue the check marks. Yeah, but she didn't respond, and that was it, guys. That was the last time that there was any communication. So March 2019, it's, I sent that text to her. She read, she didn't respond. Um, soon after, I just deleted her number again, because that's it, it's done, you know? Yeah. And uh, that, was, that was it. That, that was the end of it. So there was, no, there was no communication since then. So it looks like we've moved on with our life. Um, now, I'm not going to lie. Like seven or eight months later, I kind of wanted to just... Everybody, don't tell me you don't kind of like want to know what your ex is up to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, she blocked my Instagram, but if, any, if you go through anybody else's Instagram, you can find him. Her, her profile was public. Yeah. I think I went through my buddy's Instagram or whatever it was, seven or eight months later, and I went to see, you know, all her pictures, guys, was about her brother. All her pictures, you know. Oh, and about yeah. her and her parents and just uh, going to her brother's grave and just... Very religious, by the way. Okay, we're like, like the Quran. Like she, you know, she became very, 
you know, God. Not fearing. Yeah, you know. And and she posted like, now she's like a spokesperson for this tragedy. She's been on all over the New Zealand news. She's done interviews. She's done, uh, you know, she, she, she goes to schools. She does, uh, she talks about like this act and how to avoid it. She even met the prime minister of New Zealand, you know. She did some, there's some charities. This is her life, I guess, now. This is what happens, you know. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, guys, like, you know, it's so unfortunate what happened, but like, I mean, if I can speak religiously here, I think God did me a favor. I don't know. Because imagine I had to go through all that. Yeah. Imagine what I had to, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. Like it's. But for her, she had two life changing moments losing you and then losing her brother in the span of a few months. That's insane. I remember when you told me that, when that happened, I was like, wow. It's wow. Yeah. She, she, I mean, God knows what she went through. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. It's just, it's just a horrible, horrible time for her, you know. And, you know, I'll be honest. I, I, I posted on Facebook, and I don't have her on Facebook. She blocked me. I posted on Facebook, kind of a memorial to him. Okay, like I posted a picture of him, and yeah. an article. Yeah. And I actually wrote like a big paragraph. I wrote a big paragraph about how nice of a guy he is, yeah. and and, how, and he's a hero. You know, yeah. And I and I wrote. I'm like, I know most of you guys know that I've been to New Zealand multiple multiple times because I post pictures of me and her. Yeah. I've since deleted them all, of course. You know, and I've posted that I've I'm in New Zealand. But I got attacked. I got attacked by now. Now I, I still had her. Uh, I met a lot of people in New Zealand. Her friends. Yeah. You know, her coworkers. Yeah. Like four or five, five of them close, close, you know? And they followed you on Facebook when you posted it. Well, I, I still had them on Facebook. I guess yeah. we didn't really like, I didn't really think about them. And I guess yeah. they didn't think about me. Yeah. Because everybody has like 500 friends, nobody cares, you know? Yeah. As soon as they saw that, now I think I have three or four friends, okay, at the time. Two of them, very nice people, um, like they sent me a private message and they both told me, you need to take down your posts right away. And I argued with them. I said, why? They're, and both of them are like, have you not done enough to her? You shouldn't be posting this. Uh... You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm saying how he's a hero. I'm giving condolences to him, telling people, and I made it public, this post, how, how good of a person he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But still, those two girls, for some reason, they did not. They, did, they, they said, if you still have any decency as a human being or they just went all out on me delete it I told them I'm not deleting it go to my Facebook right now even if I'm, I don't have you as a friend it's still it's still uh, like public scroll down you'll find it it's still there anyways um, brief conversation with them too uh, one of them went longer than the other uh, uh, one of them, I think, after I said no, deleted me on Facebook. The other one, I think, still kept me on Facebook. But I think a year later, she removed me. I think to this date, now we're in uh, in August 2021. I might still have one friend on from New Zealand, like one of her friends, like a guy actually. Um, but there's no communication. He's just there, you know. Uh, that's it. That that's. Yeah, that's that's the end of that story. Oh <laughs> uh, wow, 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 wow! I mean, I, I, yeah, that that that's. I don't know if anybody will, will 
If, I, I don't know, man. You, I don't know if you've talked to people like if they said anything like that. Would I, I have no wow. Idea.